in shock. The nerve, the audacity. going on folks we back at it again back at it again yes sir hello to all y'all happy tuesday march yes, 8 whatever day it is you already know do we need introductions we already know who it is but we do got a special guest today you guys already know me luke your boy m dogs here in the house marvin boney oh, you know, joseph and then uh special guest he's back out here for round two you know he's got his he got his ammo ready already. So Steph Curry, number one fan. <laughs> you see a bonnet, boys. <laughs> John, only John, John Barocco. Tell tell people what's good. Yo yo yo, what's going on? What's going on? Happy to be back, part two. Uh, Let's get it. Wait, wait, we can swear in here, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Just make course. Sure. Of course. Of course. Sure. This, <laughs> this is the audacity. What the audacity, cousin? <laughs> Family friendly. Uh, my family friendly. Anywho, we'll get we'll get we'll get we'll get right into it. So, um, first topic we we, the fellas we've been talking about this for the last couple days, anyways. But um, we decided to bring it on the show. So, um, we've been comparing Zach Levine, um, Devin Booker. Um, I think the Suns are in second place right now in the West. Chicago, Chicago fell off a little bit. Um. Oh, yeah, they are first. That's my fault. Chicago fell off. I think they are fourth right behind the Celtics. You see it. We're making that push. But, yeah, I mean, Zach Levine, Devin Booker, you know, we're just going to go ahead. Uh, Joshua, I think we'll start with you. We're just going to compare. Uh, Celtics know, are fourth. Celt- Celtics are fifth. Bulls are fourth. Just heads up. Yeah, that's what I said. And then it's not what you said. And Phoenix is number one. Yeah. Phoenix number one in the NBA. Yeah, yeah, I know that's fifty-two right. and thirteen. Jesus Christ! Nah, they're, they're eating, bro. They're eating. I like what I'm seeing from the Grizzlies, though. Forty-five and twenty-two. That's not good. All right, all right. On, job, on task, on task. All right. So y'all know the drill. We're gonna go category by category. We're gonna say who we think is better, and then we'll have an overall discussion at the end. All right. All right. I'll go first. I'll, I'll, I'll uh, go. Yep. So scoring. Real quick. Scoring. Um, I'm gonna have to give that to a deep book. Okay. Playmaking. Uh, nope, nope, nope. We'll go, we'll go around, and then we'll switch categories. Oh, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm gonna give that to D book. Go ahead, John. Oh, D book for sure. Uh, Marvin. Yeah, I gotta give D book the slide edge. It's close, huh? very close. Uh, I'm gonna go Zach Levine. Of course. Uh, uh <laughs> playmaking, Luke. I'm gonna go Zach Levine on this. Uh, John. Hmm. Can we give like ties, or does it? Do we have to choose one? Uh, you can't give a tie. You can say neither if neither of them is good at it. <laughs> I, I feel like neither. I feel like neither for playmaking. Uh, Marvin, I think I'm gonna give the slide edge to Zach Levine. Okay. Ironically, I am going Devin Booker on this one, and I don't oh. think it's really. This is the one category I don't think is that close. Oh. I think I definitely think. Booker is a super underrated playmaker. Um, all right. Defense. Uh I want to I want to say neither, but I'm gonna go if I really I, I in my gut right now, I'm gonna go with Zach Levine. All right. Yeah, I'm gonna say I'm gonna say Zach Levine too. Marvin. Okay, um, this is where I gotta put my tire, my neither, because 
I don't, I don't think either or are stellar defenders, but I, I know like Zach is longer, but they're not really like great by any means. Okay. So Pause. <laughs> um. <laughs> uh, what's next? Uh, rebounding. <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Zach. I'm gonna go with Zach. Okay. Yeah, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with Zach too. Yeah, I'm gonna gonna go Zach with Zach just because he's taller and shit. You feel me? It's like. Uh, I think they're the same height now, but uh, I'm gonna go back on this one. Oh really? We gotta see the statistics for that one. Debo got five rebounds per game. Zach got. Four point nine. Hmm. I mean, Ooh, I mean, but I mean, it's the same it's thing. Virtually it's like it's five point two and 4.9. That's that's like that goes anyway. Like for, I don't know. They, they're close, bro. They're and Zach's up. been out for a long time too. Yeah, he he was out for a while. Yeah. Yeah, now, nah, but that's per game. That doesn't mean shit, man. Yeah. <laughs> All right. What's next? What's next? What's next? Uh, clutch, clutch. Who? No, nah, who got a better bag or a deeper bag? I, they both got nasty footwork. Then Zach, Zach Hezzy's crazy too, bro. Zach Hezzy is so crazy. That first step is crazy for Zach too. Oh my god! But D book got the he got the footwork. You know he he got he got slight handles. His handles ain't too crazy, but he got handles. Damn, bro, this one's difficult. Honestly, I'm not gonna lie to you. I got an airplane outside my window. What's good? Um, <laughs> I'm gonna go. I'm this, I'm gonna give my tie. I'm gonna give my tie here. This is where I give my tie. I think, uh, no, nah, I don't even think it's that close. I think it's like a good margin. I think uh, D Book has a better bag, deeper bag. Ooh, Marvin. Or I, 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 I'm gonna say oh, this. I'm like, crazy, I'm, not, I'm not gonna cap. So like, I, I do be watching like extensive like Zach Levine videos. So like, I, I've seen his like workouts and shit, and I've seen like how deep his bag really is. But yeah, I don't know. I think um, Devin Booker is one of those things like. I, I like the way that Booker plays. Like, I like the style that he uses. But I do think that um, Levine has a deeper bag. Like, he just has more tricks up his sleeve. Like, he does mm. – he's more likely to do something you haven't seen before. You know what I mean? Interesting. I'm going to go D-Book on this one. And y'all know how I feel about Zach. So, I think that's saying a ton that I'm going Book. I think he does more, like we'll, – we'll, we'll talk about it after. Anywho. Uh, shooting, overall shooting. Book. 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 Zach, and it's really not close. Oh, my God. It's literally not close. Like, like, you know, it's really bro. not close, bro. You got to stop saying it. it's really not close. It's really not. saying that. saying that. Just like it wasn't close to playmaking, this one is, no, I got to give, I got to give. Zach is a tremendously underrated shooter. Anywho, efficiency. Book. <laughs> nah, they oh, even be wilding sometimes. I'm, even... I'm, I'm not gonna lie. I, I gotta say Levine. Like, what the? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm, saying, I'm saying Levine because I because I feel like Levine scores in the paint a lot more than Book. No, I, I know, but like that's literally <laughs> it, bro. Like, what? So, what are you talking about? You're like, I'm gonna say Book. I think I'm gonna say Book. It's yeah, it, it's it's definitely Levine. Like, like whoa, it's yeah. Zach Levine. Like what? Like Levine uh, doesn't take like as wild as shots as Book does. Uh, an overall player. Who you just who you think is the better player? Overall, yeah. <clears throat> um, 
overall because it, it depends what I need, though. You know what I'm saying? If I'm just get, I, pick yeah, somebody. Yeah, if I'm trying to give a speech number three. <laughs> if I'm if I'm trying to if I'm you know, bro, I gotta express my thoughts. You feel me? All right, fuck it. You want to short? I'm gonna go book. Yep, John. Yes, book. Yeah, Marv. Book. I want to say Zach on this, but book just went to the finals, so I I, I gotta go book. Oh, um, it's a sweep. Yeah, and y'all know it's I Zach's one of my favorite players, but like, no, Josh, what the hell? I'm surprised, but I'm surprised. I, y'all, I, 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 y'all I was, also I was know some of the shit he was in. Y'all also know yeah. how much I value winning. Like to me, like you got to win. You, and Zach yeah. has proven he can do that to an extent this year, but bro just went to the finals and he's on a 51 team, and that's not a coincidence. And it's yeah, a large fact, part fact, team. Fact. So I gotta go. I gotta go, Booker. And the Bulls um, are like two and fourteen against like the top twenty teams in the league. So that's the craziest stat that we saw the other day. I believe that's weird because they were doing really well against them for a little bit, but a lot of their players are out bro, there's, too. There's, so. there's two and four, two and fourteen, bro. I don't know. Um, right. Also, when they beat us at the beginning of the year, by us, I mean the Celtics. At the the Celtics were a top twenty team, anyways. You know, they beat they beat the they beat the breaks off the Nets early in the year too. Mm-hmm. All right. Yeah. Anywho, um, now you just give your overall thoughts, Luke. Yeah, I mean. Like I, like I was trying to say, honestly, I think they're both obviously tremendous offensive players. I think I'll see the, the um, Zach Levine gets the slight edge on the defense there. But like I was trying to say earlier, it honestly just depends what I need, honestly. Um, I've, we have had this discussion already, Josh, where I didn't feel as if like Zach Levine had like a, a great clutch, like, too many great clutch moments. And I think if I, like I said, it depends on if I'm really just trying to go out there and win the game in the fourth quarter, I'm giving the ball to D book and saying, go ahead. It's your world. You know, not, I'm not saying Zach Levine can't do it, but I've just, I just trust Devin Booker more, even though we've both agreed Zach Levine's more efficient. I just t- trust Booker more in like those late game heroics, late game shots. Um, so that's why I think book is an overall better player. John. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, my reasoning is pretty much the same as Luke's, to be honest. I mean, there's just a lot more security with Devin Booker. Like, obviously, what I know is that this dude's going to get his bucket. If you don't double-team him, he's going to give you hell. And with him playing with Chris Paul, like, with such an elite-level point guard for the first time in his career, go and, and then obviously going all the way to the finals with Chris Paul, um, his playmaking abilities, I feel like, are a little bit underlooked in a way like I feel like people only looking at him as a scorer but I feel like um he's added a lot of things to his game because of Chris Paul so that shows that he could actually learn from people and he's not you know stubborn like there's clearly room for growth so uh I just feel like the ceiling is higher for Devin Booker so yeah overall he's the better player for me because of those reasons Marv no I agree with that when it comes to Devin Booker overall I just think um he's just one of those once in a generation type of players, I feel like. I feel like he's going to end up now. This is this is my opinion, but I, I can't lie. I can't lie. And I will I will be honest, and you know I'll always admit this. I obviously have a bias. That's one of my favorite players. Like by far, that's one of my favorite players. I feel like how you feel about um Zach Levine is like how I feel about Devin Booker. And I see like a lot from Booker. Obviously, like you know he's been compared to Kobe. I'm not saying he's going to be the next Kobe or anything, but I definitely see a championship in the future for him. 
I have in the past, but I'm not going to be caught on record with it anyway. So, um, <laughs> but, but in all seriousness, though, when it comes to him, I think we're going to see a championship in the near future. When it comes to Zach Levine, I don't know if that's in the cards yet. Really? I feel like there's question marks on what he can really bring. I feel like he'll continue to be an all-star, but will Zach Levine be a hall of famer? Will he be that type of dude? Can he be a first option and lead somebody to a championship? Those are questions that, I don't know. We don't have the answer to because he's still young, but I feel like Booker, it's like, I can see that. I can see that happening, but a lot of things with Zach Levine, I don't know. But if we're just strictly talking right now, yeah, overall, I got Devin Booker as a better player. It's close, but he just proved more. Um. Okay. So I got Booker as a overall better player too. Simply, like you just said, he's proved more largely due to opportunity. Like, He's on a, or at least the last year and this year on a far superior team. Like he's playing with arguably the best point guard we've seen in the last, what, 10, 15 years. I mean, like point guard, not kind of like Steph. You know what I mean? Like Kyrie, Dayton, niggas like that. I'm talking point guard, like playing with Chris Paul. And I th- I've noticed he was always a pretty good playmaker before Chris Paul got there because he kind of had to be. And when you're the number one op- option on a bad team, you sort of are developed in, into that or you can develop into that. And he did a very good job of that prior to Chris Paul showing up. Um, but again, you're on a bad team, so those numbers kind of mean, mean very little. I feel like Zach is in that state, was in that stage the last two, three years, really. Last year, he averaged 27, shot 50, 40 in, in like 87 or, or 84, something like that. Yeah, I can't remember. You know what I mean? But, like, any any two-guard in this league who's a number one option on a bad team still managing to shoot 50% from the field and, like, 43 from three is insane. Like, I, I think we take for granted how difficult that is, particularly when night-in and night-out guys are keying in on you. And that's one of the reasons why I really like, like Zach. Um, to me, who you guys think Tatum should be is sort of who Zach is right now in terms of, like, he takes a lot of difficult shots, but he makes them. Like, he gets to – he doesn't – like, you guys said he had a deeper bag. He doesn't have a deeper bag to me. He gets to his spots, and it doesn't matter who's guarding him, where it is. It's like they're not there. It doesn't affect him. It's just he's going to get to where he needs to be on the court. It's a bucket going down. Defense really ain't there to him. And that's kind of how Tatum tries to play, except it just – doesn't work out a lot of the time. Weren't you the one? Weren't you the one lately? who says Tatum um, is the is the one that that makes difficult shots, takes and makes difficult shots? It's literally all well, that you. Well, takes, but how many times have we come on this podcast and been like, "Yo, when is this nigga gonna start playing good?" And he has been recently because he was yeah, just he not playing. I feel like Zach Zach's been right. just an efficient play 54. because because we discussed this too because. Um, like we just said, he he scores a lot in the paint a lot as well. No, whereas, but I, but that, that's I don't know why y'all say that. He shoots. I'm not saying of, I'm not saying he's a bad shooter. Like, I'm not saying he's a bad. No, shooter. I'm but saying, I'm saying like I'm his saying game all those layups. Like I'm saying all those layups help his efficiency too. And what? Well, one, he can get to the rim whenever he wants. Two, he shoots a lot of pull up jumpers. He shoots a ton of contested threes. Like I'm looking at it right now. He attempts. Uh, he, he attempts eight point one threes a game. Like, that's a fuckload. And he shoots 43% on them. Like, 
he's a like people have this idea in his head that he's a slasher, but he's really a jump shooter. He he takes like I like comparing his game to I like Tatum's, his baseline fadeaways because exactly like, like those are a lot of the shots he takes, and he's just crazy efficient at it. I mm-hmm. think the next step for him is one leadership, and hopefully like a player like Demar being there can help with that. Hopefully when they get their full squad back, he gets some playoff experience. Right, I think they're going to lose in the first round this year. I think they're going to be the the that out of those five teams we mentioned last the year. I, th- I think they're going to be the one that gets bounced in the first round. It's got to be somebody. It's got to be Nets, Bucks, uh, Heat. Shaking your you, you disagree? That's goofiness, man. What are you talking about? Yo, well, <laughs> Chicago well, Bulls—they've so been he, injured. So, 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 who you think is going to lose in the first round out of the Nets, Bucks, Sixers, Heat, and Bulls? One of them has to go. Here's the thing, like it all depends on how they arrive in the playoffs. Because all right, if we're talking about injured, we're talking about healthy. Playing, yeah, the playing because the Nets are what nine seed or something like that right now. I don't, I don't think any of them are going to be in the play. Uh, oh, the Nets, the might Nets, be. The, the Nets, the Nets might, the, might, plan, the Nets might be in the play. Yeah, especially at the like, rate they're most going. likely. It's most likely. And, that and honestly, it, basketball, like we all know, basketball is a game of matchups at the end of the day. And if you look yeah, at the, the seedings. Yeah. It is, but like the better team usually nine times out of ten comes out on top. It's matchups. Like, nah, no, we're it's, not it's, doing that. it's not about we're the not better team, that. it's the better matchup for if that. If you're team. the better team, okay. you'll have the better matchup. The team who has the better matchup, nine times out of ten, when you step on the court, is the better team. That's not necessarily true, though. Like, if you're playing against a team like Philly, and you know what I'm saying? You don't have no big man. You could be the better regular season team. Well, the then you're not. Around, you can't guard Joel and beat and lose the game. That don't mean you're the worst team. That exactly. just that, 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 that's like exactly saying, what that like means. When, when I don't believe in, in Utah, 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 Utah plays well as a team. I just don't. I just yeah. don't believe but in Utah. There's, there's like, no, 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 no. Better team. Sure, I get what you're saying, but it's the same thing like boxing. It's a game of it's it's a. But if you but if you lose if you lose because you have a weakness on your team. That just means maybe you weren't that good. And when you no. see a team, what do you mean? It's about winning. Wait, and wait, wait, at the wait. end of the day, if I'm trying to win a championship, I got to beat whoever I stand in front of. That's the point. So if okay, I'm not Can I ask you a question then? So when Toronto Raptors won their, their, um, their ring, were they better than the Warriors? Were they the that better was, that's due to injuries, not because they weren't better. Like but he, but that's different than having a better matchup. Like, if if hell if Clay plays, I think they probably lose. But if but if KD's there, then it's not even about matchups. It's just they're so better. Whose team was better though? Are you talking healthy? I'm talking yeah. Whose team was better? The Warriors. Okay, because my thing is at the end of the day, we don't know if they're gonna show up healthy. We don't know what. Well, the then that's different than than like a matchup. That's healthy. But, but, that's... but still, you know what I'm saying. But but still, it's still a matchup. There's no, there's still, no matchup. There's no matchup towards Kevin Durant. If Kevin Durant's not saying, there, now you like, got better matchups. All right, yeah, and, yeah, and yeah. not and, and and other teams not having someone to match up with Kevin Durant is part of what makes them a better team. Like mm, matchups directly have... go to whose team. Like if yeah, I if but... I have Joel Embiid and the other team doesn't like most most people don't have someone who can match up with him. Yeah, that's part of what makes them so good. That's why they're a good team. No, no, yo, Josh, I, I got you in one. I got you in one. I got you in one. Um, 
What about the um, the Cavaliers that beat the Detroit Pistons? That LeBron like led Cavaliers team. Like, there's no way that they were a better team. They just have LeBron giving that, sure, like, ultimate match. But that, 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 an example, like, that's not even a matchup. That's the best player on the court just being LeBron and and averaging what forty a game. So, so yeah, who's but, better? But Josh, the matchup is still nobody being able to guard LeBron. <laughs> exactly. Facts, still facts, a facts, literally. Facts, yeah, they got that facts. one better no, matchup. That's but like, you guys are. But you got. But when you say matchup, that you're saying like, oh well, if the Pistons had played somebody else, they they might have won, right? No, I'm saying no. I'm saying who you got to guard the other team's best player. I'm saying I'm saying that position goes into to, how position, good of a position to position. Are. Who's, how who's well, guarding who? How well you can play defense goes into no matter who you're guarding goes you think into the how good playing good defense. No, 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 no. Here's the here's the real. Not good enough if LeBron's dropping forty five. Nah. And hell, if nah. one player can beat you by himself, maybe you're not that good of a team. Maybe no, but that's LeBron. That even, that's that that's my like, point. Oh, that don't like, even that don't even that don't even make sense. That literally don't even make sense. Oh. Let's keep I think it, it real. Does make sense. No, 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 no. That don't that don't make sense. That don't make sense because time and time again. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Listen to this, listen to this. Time and time again, we've seen generational once-in-a-lifetime players who do the impossible. That's what makes them so good. You could have a better team but have a better player and be and beat that team. That doesn't mean your team's better. That means you just have an unstoppable-ass nigga on your team. That's all it means. Sure, you know what I'm saying? but so that, 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 really... that means that you can beat a better team without being the better team. Therefore, it's about matchups. That's, that's not even about matchups. That's about you having... Just a better player on the floor. When but you're talking, you a- when you're talking matchups, I'm thinking like uh, these two teams, like both these teams have similar regular season records, right? But this team has a weakness in this area that this team has a strength in. Like you, like you were saying with Joel Embiid, another team just might not have a great interior defense, but they're a good team overall. But if they play a team like the Heat, right, who may not have a ton of, uh, who's a, also a similarly good team. Right, but they don't have a a very good inside score. Well, that plays better into their favor. That's what I'm thinking about when you say matchups. Yeah, because so, there'd be a, there'd and be a, a good team, right? Will not have weaknesses like that. Is my point. A good nah, team. that's that's not that's not considerably all the way true because, like Marvin said, like Detroit, they were known for their defense. They, well, I, I forget what the statistics was, but they say that like, um, I forget if it was that Detroit team or the one before is like. To that example, Detroit was the one seed, Cleveland was the two seed. Like, it's not like Cleveland was bad. Like, yeah, but look at LeBron's team. The conference. But look Bro, at how many times we've seen LeBron do so much with so little? You're, exactly. you're talking about a, the literal second best player of all time, arguably, like in most people's eyes, win, willing, willing a team to winning a series. That's not necessarily about matchups. Like, do you like what if well, like what if he played? I'm trying to think of another another solid team. Like, like what team would he have played that season where he wouldn't have beat them? Like, clearly they're the second best team in the conference, so it stands to reason that they should probably beat most teams or be competitive in most teams. When you say matchups, I'm thinking like, eh, this team's not that great, but they're strong in this area that we're in, that we might not be good in, so they have a chance to beat us, or we're all very similarly good as like overall teams but they have this that we're not good at or we have that that they're, they're, you know what i mean like i feel yeah. i feel i feel like i feel like that's more like obviously like i feel like that's more like what you just explained that's more like schemes and stuff like that when i when i think matchup i'm thinking position position against position Same. player player against player oh. 
I don't. That's what I, I, that's what I'm thinking okay. of when I'm thinking matchup. I I thought you're talking overall how a team plays, but what players they have will factor into how they play. And to that end, isn't the team with the better player in a matchup typically the better team? Usually, like, what do you mean when you say the better team? Nah, I mean look at look at most of LeBron's career. His team, his teammates are ass. Also, the only reason the only reason why he's getting by is because he's a force. Same with like Michael Jordan until you know what I'm saying. It wasn't for a while until he got like Scotty and everybody else. But he was still giving people hell. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's not but, always just about like oh. But anywho, so, better so, records, so we're better than you. So back to the original point about I don't know, and I don't know how we got here from Zach and Bill, but to my original point of me thinking that the Bulls are going to be the ones to get knocked out in the first round out of those five teams because it got to be somebody. Right, and I don't think it's gonna be the Nets. I don't, I don't think it's gonna be the defending champs, and the Bulls are the newest. The Bulls are the ones who haven't been there before, right? What matchup so, do you think is good for them that they'll be the ones getting out? I think I, th- I honestly Ooh, think. Let me look. I mean, the way the way the Mars, because what, on, if, by, what on, if they match up with the Nets? What, what's your what's your de- what's your definition of matchup here? My definition, or your definition. I'm talking about the team. I'm talking about the team. Oh, okay, like, okay, okay. So if like the playoffs were to start today, so if the playoffs were to start today, where... so the, playoffs to start today, the Bulls would be um, facing the Celtics. So the Bulls versus the Celtics, right? Okay. I think right now they do match up well with us, but that. It's tough because they're on the downslide. We're on the up and up. They lost five in a row. We've won three in a row. So they don't really want to see us. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know. I I wouldn't feel comfortable. That could be like a seven-game series. Also, are we talking like healthy bull squad also? I'm talking healthy bull squad because Celtics are on the up and up. Lonzo, Lonzo, Caruso all back. I'm saying everybody back. Because Celtics are one of the best defensive teams. Bulls is one of the best defensive teams. But Celtics are number one. So... I don't know. That'll be a great series, I think. Seven game series, toss up. If they were facing the Cavaliers, I I got the Bulls winning in seven. Cavaliers, they got them in seven. Um, if the Bulls were facing the Raptors, I got them handling them in five. If the Bulls are facing the Nets, that's that's a seven game series. It all depends on healthiness and Ben Simmons if he's playing well. Um, Hornets, if they make it, they're waxing the the Hornets. They're waxing the Hornets. Hawks, they're waxing the Hawks. No, but Josh, I I get what you're I get what you're saying. And so so out of out of those four teams that you mentioned, those four or five teams that you mentioned, so out of those four other teams, I under I completely understand what you're saying. And that's why I think it's most likely they'll be the ones to lose out of those five teams because I I trust the other teams more. I I trust the other teams more. Ah, man. And I don't uh, like to say I don't like to give the Bucks credit, but because like, the I, other I teams like have I, at least I, been I, in the I playoffs the recently, like the other exactly one team coming off uh, conference, like one team got KD, <laughs> right? The other team uh, got Harden and Embiid. Yeah, Harden's been to several conference finals. MVP. Should be one time MVP, uh, but whatever. The Heat, we know how good the Heat are. They're the best team in the conference on paper, or not on paper, but like record wise. And then the defending champs. So, like, to me, in my head, I'm like, I trust those guys with the experience more than these young players. Zach is young. Zach never been there before. DeMar been there, but we've seen what DeMar does when he gets there. And then Lonzo, Caruso, like, it's a bunch of young dudes. And young players, which we'll get to when we get to the Warriors, don't win you championships. You need that experience, and you need some growing. You need to go through some growing pains first, which is why... Yeah. To wrap Speaking it up, of. to wrap it up, I think Zach has to go through some of that, and then I think 
he'll be the, he'll potentially be the better player out of him and Booker. I think he has that potential because on paper, like like all the stats, he is favored in most of them. But Booker winning right now, and you not. So I gotta I gotta give the edge to the guy who's winning, even despite how yeah, much better his team is. You know what I mean? Yeah, we better move on. John, Marvin, any final thoughts on that? Nah, I I said all I had to say. Yeah, I think um, I think I'm all set. All, all right, right, so we're moving on. Topic number two here. Oh, yo, can this we pause? Is this, this is well, come on, bro. Just about to get into this. Wait, wait, come wait. On. I gotta I gotta grab something real quick, real quick, right. real real quick. I'm gonna pause this and I'm gonna be right back and we can talk about the Warriors. All right, let's go. All right. All right, folks, and we're back, and we're back before that slight break right there. So we're going to get right into this topic right here. Honestly, my favorite topic. I've been waiting for this topic for this whole episode ever since we knew John was going to be on here. So the Golden State Warriors, they have lost 11 of their last 14 games. Yeah, we get it. Wiseman's out. Draymond, Draymond's green's been out since early January. Um, Clay Thompson's still trying to figure out Still trying to get his legs back on him, so trying to figure it out. Steph Curry has been on and off. He's like he has two good games, a couple bad games, then you know. But he's still Steph Curry at the end of the day. You know, I'm not really worried about it. But 11 of the 11 of the last 14 losing is still kind of crazy to me, even with Draymond being out. Um, I understand Draymond is that defense, he is that heart and soul of that team. But me, if if you got Steph Curry, there's no way you should be losing 11 of the last 14 games. So. That I feel like that says a lot about what's going on with the Warriors right now as well. I know I feel like somebody here is going to bring up the coaching as well, but like I said, man, I'm not going to do too much talking. So um, let me start. I'm going to start with Josh. Josh, floor is yours. Oh, Josh, you might be muted. <laughs> so I said this in the beginning of the season, like. The reason I'm not picking the Warriors to win the championship is because they have a lot of young players. Historically, young guys don't really win you championships. With the exception of, like, Tim Duncan, who played with David Robinson. He was in his second year, first year. And Kobe, who was sort of young, playing with Shaq. Right? So they, they rely heavily on Jordan Poole, Kaminga right now. Uh, Wiggins is still sort of young. You know what I mean? Shout out to Wiggins making the all-star team, but I I don't trust young guys to play in the Warriors system long-term. And we're seeing it happen again right now. Like, Steph is getting frustrated, one, because Curry's doing that weird shit he did last year where he doesn't play, he he changes up his minutes Steve all the Kerr, time. Folks, not, not Curry. It sounded like you said Curry, so I'm just correct. Oh, my bad. Steve, Steve, Steve Curry. Curry likes to experiment with lineups and shit. I don't know why. And I think they got, like, their record was so good in the beginning, he was like, eh, we could drop a couple games and it'll be fine. Like, remember when he said that thing about, oh, I'm not chasing wins last year? I'm yeah. Like, that was last, but that was last year. Right. And I'm like, nigga, that's, that's your job. Like, Go win the game. Play your best players. Win the game. But he's so like conscious about stuff getting hurt, and he wants to like he's he's trying to develop young guys on the fly, and that just does not work. It takes a long time for guys to learn how to play championship basketball. And the second thing, what right? So what that um, 
and Curry got to play his regular minutes. He got to play the whole first quarter, whole third quarter, and then rest beginning of second, beginning of fourth. His MVP season, both his MVP, right, yeah. MVP seasons, that's what he was doing. And Kerr said after after he lost their last game, okay, I'm I'm gonna put him back to the regular minutes. So we know Kerr stuff is gonna get back to doing the shit he normally does. Um, assuming the young guys can get him the ball when they need to get him the goddamn ball. But that also shows how fucking important Draymond is to this team. Because he's not just important, like, in terms of defensively. They're still a very good defensive team, even in losing. They're one of the top five best defensive teams in the league. But offensively, he makes things flow. The ball doesn't stick with him. He gets guys the ball the ball in their spots. And that helps so much when you have a player that's that unselfish and that high IQ on your team. And they've been missing that. Kaminga's great, but they don't – it doesn't – you know what I mean? It just doesn't really – work the same like his 19 points or 15 points isn't as valuable as the ball movement and fluidity and sort of quarterbacking that Draymond brings to the table so if they don't have Draymond healthy going forward it's it might be up in the second round for them I'm, I hate to say it but that the west is so competitive I mean the league in general is so damn competitive right now I, love I don't it. I, love I don't it. see them going into the western conference and beating like, what if they fit, match up with Denver in the first round? Uh, I don't want to see Jokic in the first round. I don't know about y'all. But I I just don't trust those young players to get it right by them. So that's what I got. I, I want to sneak in. I, I just want to say, so Draymond's coming back March 14th against the Wizards. That's when he's supposed to be coming back. You're so they will have Draymond in the future. Um. Hopefully he can stay healthy. Um, I just want to chime in and basically just say, I don't know. The Warriors are struggling. It's clear as day. Um, Clay Thompson coming back. Clearly they haven't gotten the chemistry going. Clay isn't playing like his normal self. He's averaging around 17 points a game. Um, Wiggins has actually dropped off since All-Star. And it's right. tough to see. But just like Josh was saying, um, once they get Draymond back, like he's arguably arguably could be the most important person on the team. I think they'll just get back to how they were before and they'll be a threat and contenders as they usually are. I don't know. I just can't see how you can, I, you know how it is. Seas people usually hit the mid season slump and that's what the Warriors are going through right now. They're going I through mean, a mid season slump. And I just, I don't know. I feel like a lot of people are overblowing it and truthfully, good example. The, they just lost um, last night. I think two nights ago against I think it was the Spurs or something, and no one played. Literally no one was playing because Steve Kerr does that a lot. Steve Kerr rests a lot of players, and a lot of the games are disguised as you might think, oh, everybody played, oh, Steph's doing this, this is happening. No, like, they're not playing every night. They're not – he's not going hard. And like like Josh mentioned beforehand, he talked about it last year and said, oh, I'm not chasing wins. Trust me, that man's not chasing wins right now because if he was chasing wins, he would be doing a lot of things differently. And I don't know. I don't blame him for doing the things that he's doing because at the end of the day, you don't want a bunch of your players to get injured. You just got Clay back. Draymond's supposed to come back, but even when he comes back, you want to make sure everybody's healthy for the playoffs because the Warriors have been there before and they know what it takes, a healthy team. Because you see what happened before when Durant went down. We got the, the Toronto Raptors as champions. They don't want any type of repeat of that stuff. So I understand the movements and the caution that they're taking. You know, that's all I got to say. Here we go. All right, John, floor is yours. So. Get your popcorn ready. 
I'm hearing a lot of cap. <laughs> I'm hearing a lot of cap. Y'all, y'all niggas is like this. Y'all niggas is avoiding the main shit that was going on. How come? Here, okay, here's the thing. Today's words accountability. We like <laughs> I to hold I like superstars. We like to hold superstars accountable. You know what I'm saying? Kevin Durant, we hold accountable. James Harden, we hold accountable. LeBron James, we hold accountable. Steph Curry, now it's everybody else. Let's talk to him. Need to keep it real. Fuck the bullshit. Fuck the young player shit. Fuck the coach shit, nigga. Let's keep it real. He was shooting ass, ass. Nigga was, bro. He was shooting. Let me just give you a few examples. January fifth against the Mavs, fourteen points. Steph Curry shot five for twenty-four. January third. The, the night before that, he had nine points. Nine points, shot three for 17, one for 10 at the three-point line. December 11th, against the Sixers, he had 18 points, six for 20, three for 14 at the three-point line. Let's keep it real. Steph Curry in the beginning was going crazy. I love Steph Curry. You know what I'm saying? He was going crazy in the beginning. As soon as this man broke the three-point record, he done lost his fucking marbles. Niggas started shooting bricks, but y'all don't want to talk about that. Y'all talking about the young players as if as if they still weren't catching wins. Remind remind you this. He was shooting those ass percentages, looking like court dates and shit, sold out tour dates and shit, and them niggas were still winning. So they were still winning. So don't talk to me about the young players and shit because they were doing their job. What you need to be talking about was that Draymond is the most important player on this team. Like I Ben said last time I was here, Draymond is the most important player. It's not arguably Marvin. I don't want to hear that shit. Draymond is the most important player. Clay Thompson's nowhere to be found. Niggas ass. I don't... I don't give, I don't like get on his ass too much because I know that nigga was injured and shit. Okay, I understand. But nigga, at least do something. Nigga, damn, nigga only showed up like once, twice, maybe. Nigga, ass, butt cheeks, trash. You know what I'm saying? Jonathan Kaminga over here making dumbass mistakes, making Kongli's niggas look bad. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, he had one, two good games as well. But after that, booty stains, trash. You know what I'm saying? Steve Kerr's a dummy. He don't even know when to play his niggas. You know what I'm saying? He'll sit Steph either too long. You know what I'm saying? It'll be a close game, and they start to get blown up. He's still on the bench type shit. Put that nigga in the game, man. Come on, he's a grown-ass man. Niggas treat him like he a rookie or some shit. Come on, stop playing. The problem with y'all is that y'all not keeping it a buck with yourself. At the end of the day, stop protecting this nigga. When he's ass, you got to tell him he's, he's ass. The same way we tell all the other superstars. Y'all don't want to do that. You know what I mean? Y'all don't want to do that, but it's okay. Because God sent me here to tell y'all niggas to do that. I came here to wake y'all niggas up. We have to hold this nigga accountable. You feel me? When he plays like dog water, you got to say that nigga playing like dog water. That's why he's not top three PG in the league right now. I stamp that. I stamp that. He's not better than Ja. He's not better than Luka. He's not better than Trey Young right now. He's not playing better than any of them niggas right now. I'll put him at number four. You know what I'm saying? And that's because I'm being nice. I'll put him at number four. You know what I mean? But the only reason why that team is still at the top of the West the way they are, you know what I'm saying? I think they're top three still. I think they're three right now, actually. It's because they have a solid team. You know what I mean? So let's not get on like the supporting cast. No, Josh, nigga. before you go, the supporting cast is tough. Let's be real. They've been doing their due diligence the whole season. So let's not act like they're ass. You know what I mean? Let's not, we're not doing that. Uh, <laughs> we're talk about Jordan doing, Poole about to get 70, you know mil, 70 mil, bro. That's crazy. We're not doing that. These niggas, these, these young niggas is balling. You feel me? And one thing Josh, I before learned, you get into and one thing I learned real quick about, especially about young players overall in the NBA, is that a lot of these young players, this is where I, I commend AAU type shit because a lot of these players are growing up in the social media era. They're playing in front of millions of people all the time. They're not feeling that pressure the way previously young players would be feeling that pressure. 
You know what I'm saying? We're seeing time and time after again these young players developing at a crazy pace. Look at John Giddy. You know what I'm saying? The past like five years, we've seen the three point, uh, what's it called, the triple double record be broken by the youngest player. It was it, it was LeBron James, and then after LeBron, it was Lonzo, then Lamelo, now Josh Giddy. Nigga, that's from Lonzo to Josh Giddy. Nigga, that was what like four years or some shit. That shows you, like, nigga, this is not coincidence. You know what I mean? Like these players. It's not because oh their God. age. It's because the way that they're growing up, the way that they're growing up in front of the cameras. The pressure ain't the same. Niggas ain't nervous like that. You feel me? It's all about opportunity. And for niggas like Steph Curry, accountability. Josh, before you go, real quick, um, John, I, I loved that. John. Loved it. Loved, loved the whole shit. You know what I'm saying? One thing I did notice, though. One thing I did notice. Stop talking to me. You were you were going into Josh and Marvin's points a little bit, you know, about Steve Kerr not playing Steph Curry. Mm-hmm. Do you think you think that right there has to do with Steph Curry playing bad? His no. getting his going through different types of minutes uh, situation Hell in each no. game. Hell Why? no, because Why anybody, not? anybody, listen, listen, listen. Anybody that watched the Warriors, Steve Kerr's always done this shit. No, he hasn't. Happened? That's what I've been saying. No, he hasn't. What are you talking about? Steve when Kerr, the Warriors Steve Kerr, were good, Curry in the fourth. He does that all the fucking time. Nigga, yeah, nigga if they're up thirty, like he's bro, the that's literally it. not true, bro. Go, you know what? Here's here's my homework for you today. Go back and watch them against the uh, against the Cleveland Cavaliers, bro. It was I. I literally remember tweeting about it. Steve Kerr does not put Steph Curry. He literally puts him in and takes him out damn near the same time every single game for the past like five years. This is facts. This he is not used, a he used to he no. used to do that. So when did he, he, he would he huh? used to do that? He so when, when, when did he switch be... his 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 rotation's been the same all the time. When did he switch? No, no, no. It switched when they were bad that one season when, when Steph came back right. from the broken hand. Two years, ago, two years ago. When Steph came back from the broken hand, he was like, Man, I'm gonna just start trying shit. And then last year he he did the same thing. Steph people forget the year Steph finished second in MVP voting, the year they lost the play-in, he was doing the same shit that year, and Steph struggled that year at a certain point, too. Because And that was the year Steve Kerr was like, man, I'm not chasing wins. I don't really care. It is it is what it is. Steph played really well for stretches, but the same thing happened where he went into the slump. It wasn't as bad as it has been recently, because it wasn't as long, because the Warriors were, what, 25 and 3 or some shit at some point? So he was like, eh, I got a little leeway to play. But he always goes through the stretch where he's like, or, or recently goes through the stretch where he's experimenting with lineups, seeing what he can do, trying to make sure he gets Steph as much rest as possible. But in the championship years, it was you play the whole first quarter, come back in halfway through the second, play the whole third, because we know Steph goes off during the third usually. The the fourth, fourth, and, then, and then, right, put him in with five or six left in the fourth. Mm-hmm. Stop doing it. If, that, if that's what you're going to do, do that. Don't put him out halfway through the first then put him in with like seven, eight minutes left in the second. And then, or if you are going to do that, do something consistent. Like there's no consistency there, which bothers a player like Steph, who's so heavily reliant on his jump shot and getting warm, especially with dudes who don't know how to play with him, which Bro, I, would, I thought these guys had figured it out by now, but only here's, here's the thing, though. I, I, I see exactly what you're saying. And it do make sense. Don't get me wrong. And to be but fair, I, Steph got to play better. Like at the end of the day, my thing is this though. My thing is this though. When you're when you're regarded as one of the best point guards in NBA history, I understand if I understand that. Okay, Steve Kerr, if he does switch up the minutes, okay, because Clay Thompson hasn't been playing with Clay Thompson, Draymond's not here. Okay, 
you're still Steph Curry. Score the fucking basketball. That's all you're supposed to be doing, realistically. Because when you get the ball, defenses adjust their whole shit because of you. Right. The, I mean, the thing about Steph was just he was just brick. That's it. That's literally it. He was just brick. Sure. But we, we've seen him shoot bad and they still win games. But so him right. him shooting poorly. Not lately, 11 or 14. Right. Exactly. Not but, lately, but, my but, point we've is seen it, but we've seen it before. So yeah. that's why, like, that doesn't, like, Steph missing shots doesn't alarm me. It's the other players that aren't playing well that alarms you, which, again, to when you were saying Draymond is the most important player, I might agree with that because Steph garnering all the attention. I talk about this all the time. Steph creating offense without having the ball. He does that a lot. But in order for that to work, you have to have another dude who can make plays on the team, which is where Draymond mm-hmm. comes in, which exactly. is why Draymond's so important. Also, all those young players you mentioned were playing well. Jordan Poole's coming off the bench now. Mm-hmm. He's not That's getting the same burn, right, which I get. But also, did y'all see his interview the other day? No, no I didn't see it. Oh, so the reporter was asking him about, oh, how do you feel about, you know, co- coming off the bench, not getting the same minutes you were getting, blah, blah, blah. And he kind of had a little attitude about it. I thought I tagged you on Twitter, Luke. And I saw some dude so. who commented was like, uh-oh, this spells trouble for the Warriors. Because he was clearly very visibly like, he sort of was just like, well, you know, it, it is what it is. But, you know, what are you going to do? I had this like, you know, when niggas grin and you could tell they're not saying what they want to say. Yeah. And they're like making it really obvious. I was like, oh. That is not good. Like, and I, I feel him because man's was, he was cooking. Niggas talking about, oh, he's most improved, this and that. Clay comes back, relegated to the bench. You know what I mean, his minutes aren't the same now. And Clay's not like Clay's playing great. Like, he's clearly not the same Clay yet. He's, so, he's, he's average. I, I, I feel but he, he's still getting buckets, bro. That man's like, he is he's running for six man now. You know what I mean? Like, I don't even. I don't think he's, well, he's not getting buckets. He's de- he's not. Nah, he's, he's getting buckets, bro. He no, nobody's been game. playing well lately. No, he's been playing like dogs. We can keep it real. Also, you're not gonna be six man. That's definitely gonna be Tyler Hero, but that's yeah. Not. No, no, Tyler Hero's been oh, shit. Yeah. Shout out that, that boy man. should have been an all star. That boy should. He could have been one. He could have been. I don't number number one seed necessarily. Number one seed, he should have been All-Star, man. I said that. I was like, yo, Chris Middleton's two. trash. Why was Chris Middleton I, Oh, first? actually, I might agree with that because I didn't because I didn't understand why Chris Middleton was an All-Star. He's, he's garbage. Man. He was, I, he I was said that, too. I don't, I don't know why, but the coaches seem to disagree with us. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> but, um... No, but you're going to have to show me that, um... I, I'll find it. I have it I have it on Twitter somewhere. But, to your point, John, all the, like, yes, Steph has to play better, but that's not necessarily the reason why they're losing. Their issue, like, because we know Steph is going to, Steph will be fine. Steph playing bad for, yeah, I mean, uh, what, two, two, last two, two and a half months is like, Steph will be okay. Like, Steph is not the guy I'm worried about on this team. I'm worried about how Clay is meshing with this team and them not having a healthy dream on. That's where I'm like, hmm, this could get spooky real fast. And it's not like they have vets like David West to come in, David Lee, Andrew Bogut, the other guys who know how to play. It's Jonathan Kaminga. Jonathan don't know how to play basketball yet. He just out there running end to end, catching lobs. You know what I mean? Jordan Poole's improved greatly. Wiggins is much better, but he's a defender and he can ISO score sometimes, but he's not going to take the load off Steph when Steph getting quadruple, triple team, especially if Draymond not on the court. So mm-hmm. their issues are much deeper than Steph not shooting the basketball well because Lord Josh, knows. You think they can get out in the first round? I think anybody can lose in the first round. Probably anybody but the Suns. I wouldn't be surprised if anybody but the Suns lost in the first round. This year, 
is it's so fucking close, bro. Like, what, what are they not? They're, what are they? The second seed, especially because like seed now, like think about a team like the Mavericks who didn't start the season well and they're cooking lately. Think about a team yeah. like the Celtics. Shout out Jason Kidd, man. Think about a team like the Celtics who didn't start well, but they're cooking lately. Like, would you want to see either either of those teams in the first round if they're a bottom four seed? Like, I don't, I don't want to see none of them niggas. <laughs> so, it's it's tough, man. Like, I I don't think they lose first round, but if they did, I'd be like, eh. depending on who it was to, I'd be like, oh okay, I could see that happening. You know what I mean? Yeah. Hell, so if they right now, if they play the Lakers in the first round. That's what I'm trying to get into. So what is it? What is it? Three and six. So they're they're the third. They're the third seed right now. If the playoffs are start right now, they got Jokic first round. They're losing. You think they're losing? They're losing. Absolutely. With no Draymond, 100. percent They're losing. And, and yeah, speaking of Draymond, we don't even know if he's because this because this isn't even like a this isn't like a sprained ankle or or you know. Something you can just come back from easy. This is like something's like seriously wrong with his back. Yeah. So like that's not always just because he's coming back doesn't mean he's coming back being yeah, famous man. either. Back back injuries are, are that serious, man. I, I um, said this when it first happened. I was like, yo, this could be their season right here. Mm-hmm. Like if I'm, I'm if I'm Steve Kerr, I'm not even playing him. I'm dead ass. Like so playoffs. He's not gonna play till the last ten games. He of needs season, to warm I up though. God. Yeah, we need yeah, to see yeah. what he got. No, what well, he need to warm up. He don't score. What he need to warm up for? You need you to pass, pass the ball to Steph. <laughs> no, nah, not even nah, not even that. Draymond will, will boost the confidence Defense. of everybody else. He'll hold, he Draymond, like, his, his, yo, John, this is your favorite word, accountability. Draymond holds everybody on that team accountable. Uh, they're still playing good from, defense, from, from Steph From Steph to the Dude. fucking 12th man, he Steph, holds everybody I mean, accountable. Draymond Green will elevate everybody's play going into the playoffs. Their confidence will be on the level. I agree. But you know? I, if I'm Steve Curry, he's not playing until – we got like eight games left in the regular season just to get him. We're basically at that point right now, but we got 15 games left. Yeah, I'm gonna wait seven more. I'm gonna wait. (laughs) I'm fucking waiting. Draymond's a tough dude. He don't even get injured too often. I put my trust in him. You know, you know what else worries me? Serious injury. You know, you know why I say young guys don't win, and why and why I mentioned this. The Warriors system and the Warriors system. You said. no, so you can't say young guys. In in general, in general, but general definitely in the especially in the Warriors system. their window for a championship is so small. It's right now. Steph is 33, 34, almost. 32. I thought he was 32. No, I think he's a little older than that. I think he's 33. I mean, Durant's the same age, so he's definitely 33. But I don't know how much, like, you got five years left, and you can't really waste one of those if you're trying to win as many chips as possible. So that's why I'm like, yo, I said this earlier. Package these young guys up. Package these young guys up and trade them away for vets, certified vets who know how to play. You act I don't like, know who? I, mean, I was, I was going to bring up Bigger Dollar, but you know, that I, I don't see Jordan Poole. I don't see James Wiseman winning a game for them in the playoffs. I don't see John, Jonathan. I see. That's what I, I, you're crazy because I nah, do. You're bugging. Not, yeah, I, yeah. I, I, I'm not saying James Wiseman because I haven't seen that nigga play in almost two nah, years. He's a problem. I, but I, I definitely I'm talking about Jordan that. Poole. I I definitely see Jordan Poole making some big clutch shots in the playoffs. Not 100%. if he's not playing. James Wiseman is a big bro. Well, even in the in the little minutes that he's got, his 18 to 20, 25 minutes that, he, that he's gonna get. Hell yes, bro. What? Yeah, he, I think he's a great six man. You're right. Um, but I think I'm I'm taking vets over over young guys any day. I'll, I'll always take a vet. Like, uh. 
Like a I shot, think you, like I, I'll take I a, think you can, can win you a couple games. If you're like, talking, like, I'm talking like about winning a series, I don't know, but he, he can definitely win you a couple games. In the I'll take Sean Livingston his last few years in Golden State or like an Andre Iguodala, those type of players. Though, oh, I forgot about him too. Is he playing? They got, Iguodala, he they got Iguodala on the team now. It, right, he just but I'm saying, just play, but remember rest, how rest big like their roles game. were? Him, Sean Livingston, Maurice Spates. Right? Yeah, finals those MVP guys, Iggy. What you mean? Exactly. They need those guys. Marvin, you're awfully quiet, man. My man, what you think? Honestly, like when it comes to the Warriors in general, I don't know. Like I said before, man, I'm just like, I'm not, I'm just not that worried about them. I I get what Josh is saying about like the fact they got young guys, but I don't know. I feel like when it comes to it, their core players, the core dominant players are veterans. And that's what really matters. If you have role players that are younger guys or whatever. Yeah, yeah, he's definitely He has some playoff experience. In, in, in this day and age, it's not even a joke. Like, yeah, Andrew Wiggins would be considered a vet. It's just like, it's oh, a new era, like, bro. You know what I mean? 26? Like, yeah, huh? yeah, 26. They, no, he's 27. He's my, yeah, 27. Yeah, but he's been in the league for like eight years. Yeah, same, yeah. Same, nah. same as Zach. Same as Zach. Seven, seven, eight. Yeah, nah, if you've been in the, the league for eight years, bro, you're a vet. You know what I mean? And like, these players have a lot of people that they can look up to. You know, Draymond's very vocal. They can look, they're, they're obviously learning a lot from Steph. You already see, um, look at last year to this year. You know what I mean? Like, players have obviously oh, yeah, gotten I, used I, to Jordan playing Poole's with Steph. Jordan Poole's I fuck with a lot, bro. I, yeah. I, that's, what, that's why, Josh, I was just getting out. I just, I just fuck with Jordan Poole's game, especially from what I seen, what I saw at the, at the beginning, um, beginning oh, of the season. Oh, I, I like his game, too. Yeah, I like, I'm and, just and saying. Like his, like, I like his development as well. I don't think it's good enough where I'm like, yeah, I'm willing to wait, wait out my, my Steph Clay Draymond window to keep him on the squad. At expense of a championship. They're, they're yeah. just talking about. They're just talking about giving an extension this summer. It's talking about somewhere around seventy. I mean, hey, I, I think that man earned it. Like, like, keep that man. Like, you feel He's me? Saying, that's a that's a keeper. Are you kidding me? And the great He's words of Shaquille O'Neal: "Role that, players man. win you rings." Exactly. Role players win you rings, and I, and the words of LeBron James: "You win with vets. You don't win with young guys." So, and who am I to argue with LeBron? So. I, I just don't see it. I'd be surprised. I'd be surprised if they saw the Suns in the fi- in the conference finals and won. I'd be very surprised. What's more, too. What's more likely, Warriors go to the finals or the Nets go to the finals? Look, looking like the Nets. Ooh. Warriors. Warriors, Warriors for sure. I don't know. I don't like either. Uh, I, I like the Warriors more when they're healthy. Yeah. I like both. Warriors teams. no hesitation. I mean, nah. Let's not get injected. That's our that's our people. question mark. I don't know yeah, what they're talking to the that's, table. That's, that's that's for next time. But Josh, you brought this team up earlier. Um, team that's I think right now they're the hottest team in the NBA. Uh, I was I think since January first, we're twenty three and six or something like that. Marvin said earlier, number one defense. Um, mm-hmm. I the way with the way things are going, people are talking about um, Ma Udoka possibly a a top candidate for coach of the year. Oh, um, stop it. Like I said, like I said, the way the game, the way the season is going currently, currently, next year. Currently. Next year. I said a candidate. I said a candidate. Mm-hmm. I didn't say, I didn't say it was no. the favorite. I said a candidate. No. But no. anywho, yeah, Celtics, Boston Celtics, they're playing really well. They just beat the Brooklyn Nets. That was a fucking amazing. I think that was top three games of the year. I'm not going to lie to you. Want to hear some bullshit? My mom no, was at no, that game. Really. My mom was at that game. <laughs> and she was, I, she came home. She was like, oh, my God, the game was so fun. I was like, I know. It's crazy. Tatum dropped 54, right? 
He was like, what? He had 54? I was no like, way. <laughs> <laughs> Were you Man, watching the game? Listen, I, no, she was not. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking crazy, That's mad bro. funny. That's mad funny. Yeah, Kyle, um, but watching that game, yo, that game just had a, a lot of buckets watching that game. Like, even, like Kyrie didn't have, like, a tremendous game, but, like, a couple of his buckets were, like, I remember this, like, he had a rainbow jump shot over Robert Williams, bro. Kyrie just, get, you know, Kyrie. Kyrie's Kyrie. He's going to get buckets. Jason Tatum, obviously, we just talked about 56 points, 54 points, whatever he had. KD was cooking, motherfucker. Jason Tatum did play some good defense on them, but um, we're talking about the Celtics overall. The Celtics overall. So, I'm going to start with you, Marvin, because I know big Celtics guy here. So, from the beginning of this, from the beginning of the year to how we were struggling so hard, until now, what do you think about the Celtics' improvement, and what? Do, how far do you see them going? I'm asked the same thing to the rest of you. How far do you guys see them going? All right, I just want to say first off, I told niggas, you can like look back <laughs> in the past, and I you can actually see that I told niggas, like <laughs> niggas been giving me a lot of a lot of bullshit lately for my predictions, but this one's looking pretty good so far. Okay, but this wasn't a bold one though. The war, the Wizards prediction was crazy. <laughs> yeah, niggas don't wild. let me live that shit down, huh? Like, <laughs> nigga, no, what you mean, bro? You you wouldn't let bro, yourself no live that down. No one thought the are gonna be this bad, bro. Like the fuck, like I didn't see no one except for you. <laughs> <laughs> bro, I'm, I'm I'm gonna defend that shit till I die, bro. They were looking mad good. Like I don't know, man. Some shit happened. I can't even explain that one. But anyway, back to the Celtics. Um, fucking the whole shit I gotta say is. I don't know. The fact that we were able to turn it around and the fact that we're still playing at a high level right now and we don't even have Jalen Brown, that's insane to me. That's that's huge. Jalen Brown just came back against the Nets, you're saying. No, he, just, he, he, he only missed like three or four games. Oh, okay, okay, okay. How many did he have against the Nets? 21. 21, okay. Did you okay. not watch this game, bro? That was a crazy I, I, Oh, no, 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 no. I, I, was, I was out balling. I missed this game, unfortunately. I had to see the highlights. But back to what, the whole thing. Um, when it comes to the Celtics, I don't know. The fact that we've been able to just honestly dominate on defense, dominate on defense and the chemistry that we've had overall. And even the movements that we've made, the fact that like we traded Schroeder, but didn't even skip a step. Um, we, I, I don't know, like the, the pickup of Derek White, I think that was a huge pickup for us. And I think we're headed towards the right direction. Um, I keep saying this and I'm going to keep vocalizing it. I still think the Celtics need one more piece in order to become that really dominant contender. Um, whether it's a solid big, whether it's, um, I don't know, a, a point guard that will really, like, dish it out to Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown, like a Rondo-type player. Uh, if we were able to get something like that, I think that could push us over to the next level. Um, I think this team right now has the potential to possibly make it around the conference finals. Um, I don't know about a, a finals appearance. I have to see more from them. But I like the way we're headed overall. Um, I don't know. The key thing is just staying healthy. Um, we have to continue to develop Robert Williams and Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown just have to keep playing at a high level. Um, currently in this streak, I feel like they've been one of the best duos, top three duos in the NBA, without a doubt, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. I just like what I'm seeing from the Celtics. Just overall, 10 out of 10 since since a little bit before All-Star break, 10 out of 10 performance for them. John? Yeah, I think starting off, of course, as we all know, the Celtics started off and it was a, it was a rough patch. <laughs> I mean, um, from the coaching to the personalities, 
I think things turned around honestly around the times of the trade. Shout out Neil Long. Um, that's so. Um, and like Marvin said, like I, I pretty much agree with, agree with what Marvin said. Like, I feel like the Celtics made the right trades. I think that the coaching staff, the adjustments that they made, have been um, extremely smart. Um, my only, uh, I was thinking, my only thing about the Celtics that is weird is like. I don't know, like the Celtics are one of those teams that they can beat a great team, but then also lose to an ass team at the same time. So I guess like my, my whole thing is like the consistency thing, because um I know Celtics, especially like during the season, they had like a big issue on like blowing big leads and stuff like that. And um they've they've definitely adjusted and have been playing a lot better. Um and also like their scheduling um is a big thing too. They've been playing a lot of teams under five hundred that really boosted their record. Which is obviously a good thing. That, that um, did happen. I remember that. I noticed. Yeah, I noticed that. Yeah, like, they, <laughs> yeah, like they went on a big street of just you know whooping ass, literally. Um, yeah, slight work. Yeah, but you're but, supposed to beat those teams, you know what I mean? Exactly. At, at the same time, I respect that because you know, that is still the NBA. Any team can lose on any given night. Um, so I really like what I'm seeing from the Celtics, and I don't even like the Celtics to be honest. Matter of fact, I hate the Celtics. But, oh Jesus! What tell me why? Tell this me why. Man hates everything. Honestly, <laughs> my team is LA. Oh, Matter of fact, my team is my team is anywhere LeBron, LeBron James. My team. Oh God, <laughs> no LeBron way! James. Damn, LeBron, no LeBron, way! Any anywhere LeBron goes, I follow. But anyways, you know what I'm saying? Right. I hate oh. the Celtics. I hate the Celtics for like historic reasons, like what they stood for, how they treated black people, things like that. That's why I hate them. You know what I'm saying? We had we, we had the first black coach. I don't give a fuck about none of that. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> he, took, he, took, he took Neil Long from me, so I don't even respect that guy. He's not even talking about him. He's not even talking about him. <laughs> we're not even we're not we're not looking at Doc Rivers. We don't care about that bum. He's not even talking about, about Bill him. Russell, bro. We're talking about Bill. We're talking about Bill Russell. The first black coach. Oh, we don't yes, care Bill about Russell. him either. We don't, we don't care about him either. He's he's a goofy. Anyways. We don't care about none of those bums, man. It's team LA over here at the end of this. <laughs> But, hey, man, at the end of the day... An L.A. fan calling I, I somebody gotta, else bums. I gotta, That's wild. I, I got to give respect to where respect is due. And they definitely earned my respect with how they've been playing since the trade, busting their ass. You know, there was a lot of debate that people aren't bringing up anymore where people were like, oh, they should split up Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. That's which, was, which, was you know, which was Which was crazy to me, because I'm like, bro, like, they're both under, what, 25 years old? Like, yeah, they're one of two they're best. Like, in my opinion, Jalen Brown could have been an all-star this year. I'm not going to lie. He like, should have been, been, been an all-star. Over Chris bum-ass Middleton. Chris, Chris Middleton's ass, I'll drop him off at the YMCA right now on Dead Dogs, but anyway, that's nothing. <laughs> yeah, that, that man just dropped you know, 44. He, right. Relax. Yeah, I guess that's not true. That man is either Chris Middleton or Michael Jordan. Uh, that's a fact. That's Devin so Booker true. Or Cam Johnson, bro. This man is either Josh Childress or literally <laughs> Prime. Like there's he's no night and day, bro. That's, he's night there's and day. There's absolutely no way he shouldn't be all star. Niggas, call, niggas call him Robin, bro. He, Robin to Giannis's Batman. That's niggas name right, Robin. Facts. But I but I do like what I'm seeing from the Celtics, Pink man. And uh, honestly, they can beat any team, and I wouldn't be surprised if they did go to the finals. Yeah, Josh, Whoa. go ahead. I want, I want, I want to get to some player comparison. But Josh, go ahead. Whoa, y'all do a lot of this. Oh, they can go to the finals. It's been like a good nobody month said of that. that. He literally, literally nobody, literally both nobody of them. He, Marvin mentioned I, conference I finals, conference and conference John finals. literally just said, "I wouldn't be surprised if they went to the finals." Yeah, I so Damn, that's cool. a bit much. Like it's been a a consistent month and a half. Like which you, Josh, which I love. 
But hey, they're a young team. Young teams get hot, they get cold. We need to see some consistency. With that being said, I could see them beating a better t- beating. Uh, this is again, this is tough. I want to see who they get in the first round. If they get the Bulls, I, beat the Bulls. I think we could get the Bulls in the first round. That's really about it. <laughs> like, I don't see them beating the Heat. Well, you don't see them beat. That's what I was about to say. You don't see them beating the Heat. I think I said, I think that's a good uh, seven game. I think that's a good seven game series right there. Like, I, Robert, honestly, Robert Williams is way better than from the last time we've seen him. Obviously, agreed. You know about Jason Tatum, um, Jalen Brown, Marcus Smart's play of late. He's actually being a, a guard. He's actually being a point guard. He's being smart. Which I was going to talk about. Taking, He's been taking good tremendous. Shots. My fault. Yeah, yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Go ahead. Um. I don't see them beating the Heat, but uh, Marcus Smart has impressed me probably the most out of any player in this last run. I've never seen him play this under control, this smart. He's not shooting the ball great, but then again, who on the Celtics is? But he's to our team what Draymond is to the Warriors. Maybe not quite as important, but in terms of that leadership, that quarterbacking on defense, and Honestly, IQ as of late, who the hell would I who would have ever thought I'd be saying that about Marcus Smart? Um, it's been tremendous, and I love to see it. Um, with that being said, that bread. it's been it's been what fourteen games. Let's temper, no, remember, temper bro, remember what I said: twenty three and six since January first. Right, I was thinking like they're they're twelve and two or fourteen and two in their last. Yeah, in the last 14 games, like 12 Something like that, which is incredible. But like John mentioned, in the beginning of when they started to play good, I noticed uh, they're playing a lot of bad teams, but that's okay because sometimes you need that to sort of get in the groove. That's fine. But we did knock off the Nets the other night, who were an okay team, maybe not as of recently, but KD and Kyrie played, so KD played great. Um, I do – like, I still want to see – like Tatum put together a string of like 10 consistent great shooting games. Just shoot like 48 to 54% for like 10 games because he'll shoot incredibly one night, drop 35. The next night he'll go back to the six for 22 guy. And I'm like, "Mm." I don't like, like that doesn't bode well come playoff time. I'd rather him just score a consistent 27, 27. 27 out 50 percent shooting 27 out 50 percent shooting i don't like i'd rather that than the 54 point explosion the 38 point explosion that we get then we'll see a poor shooting performance and again that goes back to just the way he plays the only difference between the 54 point night and a lot of the nights he shot he shoots fucking seven for 30 is he just made shots that's really it but i don't trust that he's just going to knock down these shots all the time, particularly against a team. We see the heat in the first round. Jimmy's locking that up. That's not going to go over Who's the way he Jim thinks Brown? it is. As some other player on that team. Oh. It, don't, it don't matter. Like, it's – I don't – we're not a good – they're not good enough to where they could go isolation the whole game and win us games against a great team. We could do that against Indiana. We could do that against – some of the bad teams, but we see a good team that's not gonna bode well for seven games. So, but if they can just get consistent 27, 27, 27, 30, you, know, you like said, you said you want range. him to, you said you want him to shoot 
48 to 54 percent for like 10 straight games i yeah i me personally i i i think i don't i don't think that's that's i mean it's very possible but i think that's just asking a lot oh uh, what from a, guy, from a guy like i think that's asking 54 percent for 10 straight games not not 50 but like like around that 50 percent tr- range you know kd shoots 50 like five for the season right yeah but that's kevin durant or- Right, we keep talking about Tatum like he's that dude. So be that dude. Okay, Steph Curry's that dude. Somewhat efficient. Steph Curry. Steph Curry's that dude. Steph Curry did that that last season. He shot 50% last season. Steph Steph Curry's shooting horribly this season, but that's not normal Steph Curry. Let's not get it twisted. Yeah, but like that's for that's for the Zach Levine the does it. That's bro, that's <laughs> the that's the that's the average of the season, bro. You're you're saying 10 straight games. Right. Just to I, be think stuff, I think that's I think that I think that's, right, that's maybe that's not every game, but like but like, I get what you're saying. Like, yes. like eight out of ten games, not five out of ten games. You know what I mean? Like I hear you. I hear you. somewhat I hear you. consistency. I think that will bode better for our team as opposed to well, he'll give us 38, but then he'll give us 24 on five foot. Uh, right, exactly. Right. So that, that's where like, I want to like see. Eight us, free throws. That's what I that's where I want to see us get get with it. But for now, our defense is keeping us in games, and I, I can't hate. One play. One play, like I said, I want to do some player comparison. Um, one player that I love on the Celtics is Robert Williams. I, I think I don't think people are actually saying it like the commentators, other sports analysts. Um, Kate Kendrick Perkins, obviously he he might be a little biased, but Kendrick Perkins, Stephen A. Smith, they're saying they're saying Robert Williams might be a top ten center in the league. I just want to get your y'all thoughts on that. That's possible, but who else, who the hell else is a center in the league outside of like the three MVP candidates? Mm-hmm. Vucevic, Sabonis. Oh, he's power forward center ish. You think he's better than Sabonis? Me? Off? I can't say offensively that he's better than Sabonis. Yeah, nah. But he doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be like. Yeah. You know Honestly, I mean? if you look at the way the Celtics play, they disrespect him. I'm not gonna lie. Like this dude can mm. be an all star. Like when I watch the Celtics play. I'm like, you're not even using this dude right. Like, uh, so how 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 should they use him? They should. He should he I should, think I think he's I think he's limited offensively a little bit. He nah, has no post nah, moves. It's not. Like, I don't even think he's limited offensively. I think they're not even giving him the opportunity. They don't run shit for this dude. The most they'll do is like a high pick and roll. You know, what I'm uh, yeah, high pick and roll. That's the most because obviously. They're not trusting his jumper. They're not doing no pick and pops. That's, but that's but that's what I'm saying. That that comes to what his ability and what he can do. This is what he's doing now is the best that he can do. He's having ten and ten. Nah, but here's the thing, bro. Like with a player like that, he has so much upside. It's actually ridiculous. Like these guys have the player development coaches and stuff like that. In my opinion, the way he is, he can be put in a very similar position to like a Bam Adebayo if you use him properly. If you really work on like his shooting and give him that opportunity, because he's been taking a couple of you know what I'm saying? Mid-range shots here and there. Like, rarely, but he's, but I've seen him take them. I've seen him take them. I feel like if you just set this dude up the right way, because in my opinion, he's the anchor of their defense. You know, like, teams I'm watching are literally scared to go in the paint when this dude's there. Like, this dude's vert is ridiculous. Like, so when it comes to him, especially in playoff times, watch. People are going to start saying how important it is when he's on the court. Because especially if they match up with a team like the Miami Heat, in my opinion, that dude's the key to beating the team like that. You don't have him, exactly. you're getting waxed. You're getting waxed by them because it'll be it'll be based off defense and coaching at that point, you know. Ugh, so I I'm just feel like 
You know what I mean? It's the positioning for him. I don't. I don't trust our coaching. If we got, if it get, if it comes down to Excellent. that being the reason we we need to win a series, but I don't know. I I like his game. Again, I don't. I don't necessarily see what John sees, but again, that might be due to lack of opportunity. But I feel like you kind of got to earn those stripes. You know what I mean? Like we don't like we don't see him taking those shots a ton. But like like I was saying before, that's largely due to just Tatum and Brown being the only ones to shoot the fucking ball. But it's been it's been (laughs) that's been better as of late. That's why we're winning because especially especially from Jason Tatum, it may it may not be an assist, but it could be like a hockey assist. He's making the right plays instead of instead of forcing shots. He's forcing less tough shots. I see. He still takes them here and there, like obviously when he's feeling it, was feeling hot. But he's taking less tough shots, and like I just said, he's making the right plays. If it's not an assist, it's it's a hockey assist. If it's um, it's driving to the paint more, getting to the free throw line more. It's it's fucking kicking it out when you're getting double teamed and stuff like that. Um. And then Jalen Brown, Jalen Brown just been in and out the rotation lately. Just hit the hamstring, the hamstring, and then the ankle. So he still got to get like his little rhythm back or whatever he had at the beginning of the season. I, keep, I forget he dropped fucking damn near forty six the first game of the season in Madison Square Garden. Yeah, so that nigga's a problem. I don't know. I like I like Rob. I'm not even looking for him to score like that. If if he exactly. ever if he ever gets that mid range jump shot, woo. then that's crazy. Like you said, I don't, I don't, and. I don't, I don't, I don't think he can be because a Bam out about because low key Bam still gets slept on this year. Like he is slept on. Bam, yeah, Bam, got, Bam, Bam got Bam got Bam um, got for for big. He got decent handles and he and he got a sweet jump shot. So and he got core vision. I, I just don't see Robert Williams having yeah those, those, that that they, skill they set. They don't utilize him off on the offensive end, bro. Like but but know. but like I said, I, th- I think I think it's because he's limited offensively. I don't think he has that skill set. But even if, bro, like they're not even doing no pick and rolls with him. Like the only player that re- would predominantly run a pick and roll with him would be either Jason Tatum or every now and then Marcus Smart. Like they don't even look to him, bro. And that's crazy to me because you see how they don't. You know how I mean, rare but they don't. But they don't. But like you don't. You, you don't know really what need it to is, do the pick and roll if you're if you're kick, if you're <laughs> driving, attacking the paint and then. Drawing bro, defense, you, just throw up the lob. Bro, yeah, he's he's second in the league in, in um lobs. Bro, bro, lobs exactly. yeah. regardless, when when you have a center that athletic, you gotta utilize him a lot more than that. You know like, what you else? Find, like, you like what is like? I, I'm I'm just trying to ask you, like, what is the more than what he's doing now? You know what? You know what though? Not enough touches. I don't think our ball handlers are very good at running a pick and roll. To be quite honest, mm-hmm. not in terms of getting other guys involved, like. When you watch Chris Paul and DeAndre play, DeAndre is straight eating just because Chris Paul knows how and when to get him the ball. I don't think we got a guy like that. That's yo, you hit it, you hit it right perfectly. Like you literally hit it perfectly right there. Like so, that's like it. Like we don't have somebody who's like bringing it like Chris Brown. Excuse me, Chris Paul fucking brought it to DeAndre Jordan. But like in all seriousness, though, like when it comes to Robert Williams, though, he is averaging about ten and ten. 10 points per game, 9.8 rebounds. And honestly, bro, at the moment, that's the most that we're going to get out of him because it's just the truth. Like, even DeAndre Jordan, when he was in his prime, he was only averaging about, like, 12 points a game because, like, this man was getting mostly lobs and dunks, and there's only so much that you can get in the NBA from that. If he really wants to get about 15 a game, he needs a little bit more of a post, maybe a mid-ranger. I'm not going to lie. At this day and age, he should be developing a three. Like, this man could really become – 
a very serious player. He, I can see him averaging 15 to 18 a game, but he can't just be catching lobs. You're not going to be, you're never going to be averaging 15 points catching lobs. There's just no way. They need to incorporate him in a different way. Even if he's a, a face-up player, like, like they need to develop him because you can tell he's still raw. But he, he could be the second most athletic player on our team, in my opinion. I think Jalen oh. Brown's the most athletic, but I have him yeah. number two. I agree. But, I agree. Yeah, like I, I like Jim Robert Williams a lot. Posters, man, Jim Brown got a lot of posters. Yo, he's got a shitload of posters, and like, oh, the other thing too, and this is the most important thing. Robert Williams will always be useful as hell because like his defense is fucking premier. That defense is amazing. Like shit, you don't even have to score fifteen points a game. You're fucking blocking everybody. He's the time lord. I mm-hmm. I don't know, man. Like, if we if we just keep developing him, the sky's the limit. But yeah, he needs a little bit more in his game. I need a little bo- bit more from him. All right. Yeah. Send him to the Spurs, then send him back to Celtics. Watch what happens. <laughs> Bro, send him to the Spurs. Oh, no. I mean, shit. Fire Udoka. Bring, bring Greg Popovich. Greg Popovich. Send him to the Warriors. Team. The Warriors know how to get the Warriors right. Crazy. <laughs> Can you imagine Ronald. Steph playing with with Robert Williams? Lord have mercy. Well, average fifteen. That'd be scary. Um. All right. Y'all ready to wrap things up, boys? Yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, nice, bro, yeah. fellas. Um, Solid session. John, I know you've been doing a lot of things. Anything you want to plug in? What you uh, What you've been working on? What you've been doing? What I've been working on. I have a project coming out. Um, April. Oh no, no. Uh, late April. Late April. But I have a single coming out April first, and it's like Dope. an official official single. So I'm actually gonna be serious. Not no. Caption, not know I put it out, take it out. I know we about, know we about it. Me and you about to talk about <laughs> like it's that. It's actually going to stay because, like, this is like some real shit, like for real. So I'm excited about that. Um, and yeah, follow me on IG only dot John and YouTube and everything. Oh. Yeah. I like it. I like it. All right, fellas, John, thank you so much for coming on the show, man. Thank round you. two, we got to get that round round three coming up. Maybe, maybe when when playoff time comes, you know, you never know. Okay. So I'll be around. I'll be around. But that's a wrap, folks. Thank y'all for listening. Thank y'all for subscribing. Thank y'all for sharing. Thank y'all for thinking we're ass. Thank y'all for thinking we're good. <laughs> Jesus, okay. I don't know. That just went too far there, but who gives a damn? I'm over here. Thank y'all, boys. Another great session of Dice City Podcast. Podcast of Dice City. Peace. Till next time. Peace. <laughs>